Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. Today, we are with Regina Hiller, Executive Director of Butler County Area Vocational Technical School. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So this is a part of a series on workforce development. Can you can you first just provide an overview of what the uh, Butler County Votech is all about and what, what does it offer for students at Seneca Valley? Sure. We have 16 career and technical education programs here, which are all approved approved programs through the Department of Education. Every program has to be a high priority occupation synced to, and also uh, there has to be jobs available in the workforce and also an articulation to higher education. So some examples of some of the programs that we have, we have 16. We have any anything from cosmetology to sports medicine to auto technology. Uh, we have building construction, culinary arts, health assistant, protective services, and the list goes on. 16 programs altogether. Okay. So, you know, Votech is very much about hands-on experience, learning your mm -hmm. craft. How does the facility go about doing that for students? Well, everything the students learn through theory, through the actual theory part of their day, they apply with practical application. So you know, think of uh, being in an English class, which I used to take, teach English, I love English, um, and the students have to afterwards write a poem after they learn a lesson. Well, here they're learning a lesson on how to build a house, literally. And they look at blueprints, they look at every part of what they need to do to plan that. And then they actually create a home, like a mini home or a floor of, of an actual house um, and use their designs to expand their mind and and they have to make sure that they're following the proper procedures that their teachers give them but they have some time for creativity too okay how's how's that work can you give me an example of yeah for example each student in let's say build a construction they have an area that's called a trainer and it's not all the time like this but they have their own area and they have to design let's say a bathroom and they actually have to create the flooring, uh, make sure that the toilet and the sink are measured out properly, that everything, that the that the plumbing is going to work, the electric will work. Got it. I mean, it's it's a process. Now, that's that's maybe a couple weeks in, in building construction. You walk in, let's say, on a Monday, and all of a sudden they have a, a roof up and they're learning how to do roofing and how to measure properly. properly. Um, you may walk in the next week and they're building it. A, a tiny house because you can't build a whole house, you know, <laughs> right. in, in that space. But we have a pretty nice space um, right across in the area from carpentry or from uh, building construction is carpentry. And they may be building Adirondack chairs or um, a new uh, dresser for one of their parents' bedrooms. They, they are creating kit or um, nightstands. Every single student starts with a beautiful nightstand. They That's the first thing they do when they come here hmm. and, they leave with something that they create that is more beautiful than anything in my home, quite frankly. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that they, but they, there's a lot of theory to learn first. They don't just jump in. Right. They have to learn all the safety first of all, and the theory behind why things work and how measurements work and, and, and proper craftsmanship. And there's so many things to learn. I'm curious, roughly how much then of the curriculum is the theory 
versus the hands-on practical training? That's a, a very good question. Every program's to every day, the students are here for two hours. So I'll give you an example for HVAC, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. I would say they're in the theory room for about an hour. Then there's an hour of the practical application. Maybe in another program, heavy, heavy equipment repair, where they're working on heavy equipment. They may be in the theory room for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depending, and then they're out into the lab. Or they might be in there for an hour and a half. So the next day, it just depends on the situation. Every class is different um, and every situation is different. So to give you an accurate answer, I would say about 50-50 and sometimes 30-70. It just depends. Got it. How about cooperative education? How does that fit into what you do? That fits in after a student it gets to their senior year um, and they, they um, accomplish pretty much everything on the task list. Every single program has a task list that's guided by PDE, by the Department of Education. And if they have shown that they want to work in, in the real world or even they come to us and say, I already have a job. I'm ready to do this. And all their credits are straight at their sending school and they're doing a great job and we work it into their schedule. They could go out into the world of work. Right now we have 45 students out working in various locations and they still get credit for coming here because they have to come back and they have to meet with the co-op coordinator and also meet with their teachers and make sure that they're doing everything that they are supposed to do to stay current at their job and safe and that they're actually reporting to work, which we don't have an issue with that. They like to work here. Um, and then the co-op coordinator reaches out and speaks with the business and industry and is making certain the kids are doing what they need to do. And I should say young adults, not kids, because they are young adults out there working. Right. So that's right. how that works. So the students are going through your programs. What kind of certifications and accreditations can they earn there? There's a ton. And actually, I, I had to print it. I print it out because there's so many. It's unbelievable. So for auto technology, the students can become a PA state inspector. They could, they could get their safety inspection. We just implemented emissions. The kids are actually going to be moving into that real soon. Um, for HVAC, there's EPA refrigerant. For building construction, there's forklift. Um, collision repair, we have ICAR certifications. Computer networking, we have CompTIA certifications, which, uh, quite frankly, they do in Ivy League schools. So they're doing a lot of things here that are impressive, I think. Um, every single program has more than one certification. Health health assistant, as you would imagine, would have CPR, mm -hmm. uh, blood work pathogens, things like that. Graphic design, the Adobe suite. Uh, we also have an SP2 certification here, which is called safety and pollution training. That's in a lot of the programs. It's it's recognized um, in our area and beyond. So there's a there's certifications, accreditations, and articulations in pretty much every program. Articulations in every program. And I take it these are things required when they want to enter the workplace. So they're a little bit ahead of the game already, right? They are like for welding. We just had, I think, all 12 students who tried to attempt the AWS certification and that's American Welding Society. But there's different facets of it. Like there's the there's gash. Um, there's I'm going to say it incorrectly, but there's there's the, the gas shielded metal arc welding. Mm -hmm. Then there's the flux core and there's different types that the students get. It helps build their confidence. They may go into the world of work and they may say, we want you to do that again. But we see you can do it because you did it maybe a year ago. But it right. just brings up their confidence level so high and, and they do such a nice job. But every single kid, my point of that was 
every student who tried that cert got it, which is impressive. Yeah, batting 100, 100% there. So I was reading about the SOAR, S-O-A-R, mm-hmm. Students Occupationally and Academically Ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you explain that for us? Sure. SOAR is something that is recognized through the Department of Education and actually pushed through the Department of Education, which is it's a good thing. It actually, um, if you go to collegetransfer.net and you hit Bureau of Career and Tech Ed, you could literally type in a program of study. Let me give, give you an example. So in air conditioning, if you typed in SIP code, which is a classific- classification of instructional program, 47.0201, it would pop, there would be a list of schools that would accept what we do here. Now, the student to get articulated credits, maybe three credits, maybe even 12 credits, just depending. Now, the students have to get above a 275 overall with their GPA and also in um, coordination with their sending school. They have to be proficient on their NOCTI exam. They had to have completed the task list, all things that students excel at here. Um, They are wonderful um, agreements the SOAR agreements. However, sometimes they're a little far. They may be, the agreement may be a Penn College of Technology, which is amazing, or Harrisburg Community College. What our students take of a little bit more, take advantage of a little more here are local articulations. Uh, for instance, sports medicine right now, we have an articulation with Duquesne. We have one with CC Community College of uh, Butler County. So those aren't SOAR recognized. They're called one-to-one articulations and more of our students take advantage of those that we form ourselves. Okay. So we've talked a lot about the wonderful training that students can get, but now it's time to find a job. How do your students learn about opportunities once they're ready? Well, I I will tell you this past year, this school year, I I, I mentioned, I said this out loud. I said, I didn't know that we were um, an employment agency. And I don't mean that in any disrespect. We have people calling us and saying, do you have welders? Do you have students in machine tech? Do you have students who or that like the manufacture? Of course we do. Um, so we have great, um, how do I want to say, great creation with like the manufacturing consortium, the healthcare consortium, but also every single one of our programs, we have to have an active occupational advisory committee that actually comes twice a year to meet with our teachers to help us with curriculum, instruction, uh, what equipment we need, what different certifications we may, we should offer that maybe the state isn't pushing. And from there, a lot of formations and a lot of um, bonds are created where we may have someone sitting in uh, Autotech who is an OAC member from Wright Automotive or Barrel, and they say, we need students, and let, we see what you do here. And then that gets the conversation going. But honestly, if the students look out the window, if the students drive up and down the street, they find jobs. They do. And we do help them. But most of the time, they come to us and say, I found a job. That's and then we help them. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing right now just the opportunities they have. And, and it's all different. Some go into right into the world of work, which is amazing. They'll continue to educate themselves their whole life. Some go into a traditional college route. Some go into a union where they're getting paid to learn and a free edu- it's a free education. So it's it's amazing. There's a lot out there. As you mentioned, you're not an employment agency, but sometimes you fill that role for students. If somebody's listening and is at a business that could use Votech, uh, specialization and skills, how can they go about letting you know so you can let your students know? 
Right on our website, um, we actually have contact information about if you'd like to post a job. Now, we actually, we do look at the job and we do make sure it's something that would relate to what our students do. Uh, very rarely have we gotten any that, that we, that, that, that don't make any sense, but most of them do. Anyone who contacts us, that's all they have to do is go to, go to butlertech.u, butlertech.us and they will see that there's a, um, it's under community and they could call us. If they just call the main number, we'll help them. All right. Well, lots of good information. Is there anything else you'd like to let us know about and share before I let you go? I do not think so. I'm very proud of the students in the school and our whole job is to get them out there to the world of work, whether it's through college or college and or career readiness, we're preparing them. That's it. All right. Well, that was Regina Hiller, Executive Director at Butler County Area Vocational Technical School. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. 